0: This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground... It's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast. Hope you are well. I also hope you are eating plenty of oat cakes today. Today, Wednesday, the 8th of August, is, of course, oat cake day, the day where we celebrate the food of the gods, the oat cake. How are you eating yours in my house there is always a dilemma. If you were listening this time last year, you will know that there is a dilemma on oatcake day in the, in the Cultural Quarter of an our podcast house because I insist on brown sauce and he the husband insists on red sauce. I mean, who who has red sauce on their oatcakes? I didn't realize this before I married him. It is making me question my relationship with him. Honestly, red sauce. Neanderthals. The lot of you, anyone who has red sauce, and I'll fight you for that. Actually, no, I won't. You can keep your red sauce. I'll have my brown sauce. But yes, oat cakes will be eaten today. Um Best thing I did was learning about oatcakes. And um my family now. I'm, I am the official oatcake supplier to uh, a lot of my uh family and friends who don't live around here. And um every time I go visit, they're like, Oh Charlotte, uh can you bring us some oatcakes? You can't get done for dealing oat cakes outside of Staffordshire can you? Oh heck hadn't thought about that. No we need to spread the word definitely need to spread the word. Anyway back to this week's episode of uh, Cultural Quarter Hour and um, this week I'm talking to one of the city's cultural champions. Let's find out a little bit more. My name's Joyce Ivashko
1: um, I'm cultural champion for Hanley. And what else do you do? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm an artist, uh, a lecturer, um, and I've been curating some
0: exhibitions recently as well. Starting then with your cultural champion hat on, what does that mean, your cultural champion for Hanley?
1: Right, um, cultural champion for Hanley... um, Well, the cultural champions came from the... um, uh, when the Stoke Untramed for the City of Culture bid uh, and the cultural forum was, um, uh, was, was put together and the cultural champions came from that uh, and um, it was decided that there should be a cultural champion for each, each of the towns um, and Newcastle and we have heritage champion as well. Um, so the, the, the cultural champions um, came a, were a direct link from that, um, from the cultural forum with the bid.
0: What do you see your role as cultural champion then? Are you there banging the drum about Hanley? Um, I think really what um what they
1: were looking for was to different people to come on board who had different strengths. And as an artist and curator, um my strength was to have a network of um artists who've I've built up over a number of years. So I had a lot of artist friends and, and knew a lot of artists um organisations within the city. And um really the strengths, my strengths I think are with within that, to bring those people together and show off um what uh what sort of visual uh, culture there is within within
0: Hanley and and, and Stoke on Trent. What do you reckon's out there at the moment? Then, what can people be proud of here? Um, well, I think
1: um, Hanley is um, quite a complicated uh, town. And there's lots of um, different little areas within it that you could almost miss if you don't, if you're not careful. And one of the things that um, I realised was there was lots of different, um, quite really quite nice um, heritage buildings uh, within Hanley that, as I say, because maybe people would go to the shopping areas, wouldn't necessarily come across these if you didn't know that they were there. So that's something that, um, again, as
0: cultural champion, I wanted to try and highlight. And we're sitting in one of the little hidden gems as well we're in the bethesda gardens aren't we and i feel like this is one of those bits of hanley that people can easily miss as well isn't it
1: yes yes it's a beautiful sunny day a bit too hot maybe for me but uh it's um yes lovely lovely sort of quiet garden uh, where people children
0: can play you probably maybe heard them in the background there uh there's lots of there's lots of stuff going on in Hanley that I don't think people are always aware of. I mean, they know the museum, but do they know that there's art there as well? And as you mentioned, Airspace is is just spitting distance as well, isn't it?
1: Uh, yes, I think I think uh, often that that people you know do tend to miss that. Um, I'm actually um, a studio member at Airspace and uh, have been there for, for for a number of years. Um, and people are often uh, a little bit hesitant to come into a contemporary art gallery um and again it's trying to get people to to come and have a look and not be frightened to to think it might be something they don't understand maybe just come and have a look and be open to uh to different forms of art really so um there is there is you know there's different things around uh, the area that people wouldn't necessarily know about had they not got that interest
0: how would you describe your art then you are an artist is this a difficult question <laughs> Yes,
1: that's quite an unusual, quite a difficult question uh, for me to answer, really. I'm I'm a fine art painter who uses unusual materials, so I don't have a necessarily, I don't have a particular style. I tend to work better from sight. Uh, So, for instance, if I'm really interested in different buildings and going into different buildings and responding to that, and I'll maybe use unusual materials with oil paint or with paint, um, I have incorporated um, ceramic pigments um, and clay and cement within the work uh, recently, and that's really a, um, an inspiration from, from, from being, living in, in and around Stoke-on-Trent.
0: How has your work developed then? You say that you've picked up the, the ceramics sort of side of things, I say not quite the side of things, but you've, you've, you've had influence from ceramics since being in Stoke-on-Trent. How else has your art developed? What, or where would you like to see it go? Um, well, I mean, the uh,
1: the interest in the ceramic industry, and uh, really, my interest is in the use of colour, and and I've been using colour pigments, and, and um, you know that that are from the ceramics industry. Um, so, so really, a, a chance to explore colour, but having materials that that are on the doorstep, uh, and really, that that's 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 my main interest, um, and I will con- continue to explore colour in in a way to try and communicate. Um, something to to
0: other people, really, and hope that they enjoy it. Mm. What made you first pick up a paintbrush then? Can you remember that moment?
1: Oh, gosh. Um, I can't actually remember the moment. I remember remember, um, when I was at school and I had a a lovely teacher called Miss Swan. And uh, she told us the story of Vincent van Gogh and uh, the sunflowers and... um, him cutting his ear off obviously only a small part of his ear um, but I was quite intrigued and and just to see um, an image of these sunflowers I was probably only about eight seven eight at the time somehow it sort of grabbed me um, and really from then I, I realized that I could paint or draw and that other people maybe couldn't do what I could do so <laughs> that was quite nice uh, and really it was it was from then and I just have painted all my life really from from then. Uh, painted or drawn.
0: Obviously, last year the uh, city of culture bid with Stoke-on-Trent wasn't successful in that it didn't get the title for 2021. Did you notice a change in the city, though?
1: Yeah, I think there's a huge, huge change um, within the um, uh, certainly within the, the the art and culture um, community. Um, somehow there was a, a it became a buzz about what what the possibilities might be. And I wanted to be part of that buzz. Really, I thought maybe I saw something there that, that maybe I could communicate or, or do something about um, raising the profile of Stoke-on-Trent um, and what it what it could be. Um, so, so definitely around that time there was a, a, a certain buzz that I think there has been. A, it has gone, you know, fallen a little bit. But I think there's lots of really good things that have come from that. And if we hadn't have gone for that, that wouldn't have happened
0: so it's got to be a good thing a good positive thing really i think big question and it's not all on your shoulders what would you like to see happen next then gosh right wow um i mean i think certainly for
1: for hanley um i think it's trying to raise the profile of of the town itself and and i'm just about to um curate an exhibition called Dust Rising um, where there's going to be seven venues um, 20 artists across six weeks and the idea would be to um, heighten the profile of the um, the arch- architecture um, of the heritage within Hanley um, and the the, uh, the the artists connected or um, in the exhibition are all connected or associated with the city um, and so it's, it's making sure that, that people maybe are aware of that and try and get encourage an audience so encourage people to come and have a look in these heritage buildings and have a look at contemporary art um and and maybe not necessarily have to know so much about it at the start but maybe they might take something away with that and and hopefully that's that's what i'd like to happen
0: So there you go. A little bit about our cultural champions for the city. Well, certainly for Hanley. Maybe we should have a chat with some of the others. I know we have previously featured some of the others on uh, the the podcast, but they weren't wearing their cultural champion hats. So maybe we should have a bit of a catch up with a a few of them. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week, next Wednesday, maybe slightly looser trousers on to cope with all the oatcakes we're going to be eating. In the meantime, get in touch as always. Facebook, Cultural Quarter an Hour podcast. On Twitter, it is at CQHpod. And the podcast will be back next Wednesday.